Can you believe it? They actually let me out of the studio. Well, you probably can't believe it because I'm actually filming this from the studio. That's because I totally forgot in all of my excitement to film actually the intro to a multi-part series that we did when we were down at Edmonton Unlimited's open house. And so they were hosting all of Edmonton. I mean, I think they had like 500 people come through the doors uh, to really showcase this unbelievable space that they have in the heart of downtown Edmonton. It was a great event and I got to meet a bunch of new entrepreneurs as well as some old faces um, too. And so we got some updates from them as well as then captured some new stories. And I want to share those with you here in this part one of a two-part series. So in this one, you are going to hear from Derek over at Bladeflex. So that's a bit of an update. We did a full episode with him a number of months ago. And so interesting developments there as his business has evolved. You want to check that one out. And then we also talked to Emily over at Story City. Now, Emily is just a bundle of energy and so much fun to interview. And they have a really cool thing going on that they're developing right now. And so you want to check that one out as well. And then there's also Harpel. He is the CEO over at Sarcomere Dynamics. And so they're doing a robotic hand that can do basically anything that our hands can do. Really, really cool tech that's coming out of Edmonton, which is really exciting to see. And then there was JB, who was an international or is still an international student, uh, just wrapping up his degree. He started a business called Elev, and that was out of a need that he was experiencing as a student having a hard time finding housing. So check out these episodes and then stay tuned for the next one which is gonna be the second part of this two-part series of interviews with entrepreneurs. Okay, so Derek has joined us once again. We talked to Derek back at launch party, which was probably about six months or more ago, I suppose. And so excited to see you here tonight, Derek. I wanted to uh, just get a better understanding as to what it is that you guys have done since the last time we chatted with you. But first, for those who don't know you, why don't you tell us a little bit about your business and what it is that you guys do? Yeah, so my name is Derek and I am the founder at Bladeflex and we developed a medical device to help people through shoulder rehab and it's been a great present, uh, progression, you know, we, we started with one product and we're incorporating some technology and really trying to develop that uh, rehab and therapeutic model, so... Yeah, it's really cool. So you strap on this thing that looks like an exoskeleton almost, <laughs> right? And uh, then this is actually going to help train your posture and your position while you're doing your rehab, right? Yeah, exactly. So you wear the device uh, maybe for 15, 20 minutes to help you strengthen those weakened muscles. And, and really, uh, now we are trying to incorporate some therapeutic heat. And so that'll help you really adapt your muscles into better form over time. Okay, so going from something that is, um, you know, has hasn't got any technology kind of embedded in it besides just the design of it to something now where you're putting in heat, you're doing some other things. That's got to be a new challenge then on the product development side. Yeah, so with the technology, we're kind of a low-tech option, but with this uh, new technology, we have motion-captured uh, algorithms that can track your progress and motion, and, and so we're trying to incorporate that tech aspect into our product by helping people measure their uh, their postural position. So. Yeah, that's really exciting. And you also have an AI aspect to trying to figure out what people need to do or how they should be moving, right? Is that the, the idea behind the AI? Yeah, so the AI algorithms will help you 
uh, right now it's it's tracking your movements and then the, the goal would be to eventually use that data to help people uh, give them customized workouts based off of their their movements yeah but, but in terms of how does how does uh, the app or how do you use the app is it a camera then that, oh, that tracks your movement or is there sensors within the product yeah so actually it's just a from your phone or any kind of iPad or even a laptop so the camera itself is what's tracking your progress and then it's the algorithms from what Google has with their data that is using your camera and uh, tracking your motion that way. Yeah, Yeah, really interesting, right? Because, I mean, talk about how smart that is in terms of being able to see your progress over time and then get customized workouts and movements that are going to really help you accelerate so much quicker through an injury or whatever the case is that you're trying to rehab from. Yeah, exactly. And so we can, you know, take that rehab approach you know and bring it home so you have something that you can uh, you know see for yourself and help yourself uh, you know on a more ongoing basis yeah without having to go and uh, keep going to different professionals maybe so yeah now if i were to ask you like from today to where you want to be say in a year's time what is the biggest challenge that you're having to overcome in your mind at this point to get to where you want to be say in a year's time I think it is just um, the funding, of course, and, and leaning on mentors, you know, in this Edmonton uh, Unlimited uh, program here and events, you know, there's a lot of professionals and mentors and um, they do help with uh, grants and uh, fundraising. But I think the bigger uh, picture is, of course, um, reaching out into the VC funds and obviously scaling up uh, if your revenue isn't able to incorporate new products, you know, because it is uh, such a, a burden, you know, to grow. So, again, it's probably just connecting with the local investor groups and, uh, you know, Edmonton Unlimited and, and other groups to really grow that capital as well. So, Yeah, exciting times. And this is the thing, right, is you got the products, you've got the market now that's adopting it, you've got the plans to continue to grow those SKUs and really get in deeper with the, your target audience. And so that is an attractive place to be, you know, looking for investors now at this point. So congratulations, Derek. Really appreciate you coming by and saying hi again. Yeah, thanks, Lance, for having us again. Okay, all the best to you. I am so excited that Emily decided to come down and talk to us today because we were just on a chat yesterday for the first time. So this is the second time that we've actually been talking, but this time in real life. So welcome down to Edmonton Unlimited, Emily. Thank you. I appreciate that very much. (laughs) So tell me, what is your business and what is it that you guys are trying to solve over there? Yeah, so uh, we have a company called Story City. Uh, I like to explain it as Pokemon Go, but for uh, film, books, theatre. So the idea is, you know, why go for a walk when you could be a pirate looking for a pirate treasure or uh, a private detective trying to solve a mystery? So Story City is a platform that allows you to do these adventures through your city. So it allows you to explore Edmonton downtown or maybe Strathcona. Maybe you're in Calgary walking down Stephen Avenue. And so it lets you be the hero of your own adventure. Uh, But also if you're a creator, it lets you make them and sell them as well. This is just absolutely fascinating, and I think this is something that has the collision of storytelling with technology, with activity. Like, it is just absolutely perfect in today's world. It 
it is. I mean, like, a lot of um, younger people, particularly Gen Z, particularly millennials, are a very digital generation, um, but they're also a very experiential driven generation, right? They prefer experiences over things. They're looking for ways to connect. Um, and a lot of technology disconnects us from people. And so we're trying to be able to bring people back together and let them have fun and explore at the same time. Okay, so now I am detecting a slight accent. I don't know if our viewers can figure that out, but I have really acute hearing. So, okay, so you are from Australia. What brought you to Canada and when did you come over? Yeah, so I have been in Canada probably since about 2018, so like five or so years. Um, and I specifically came to Canada to uh, scale my business. So I originally started Story City uh, almost as a consultancy in Australia. We kind of acted as a production studio. Uh, and so we would do work with cities and organizations. Um, but it was one of those things where other people couldn't access our technology. And more and more people kept asking us for that ability to be able to access that tech. And I realized that it had so much more potential to be so much more scalable. Um, but to scale a startup in Australia, at least back then, was quite difficult. There was a, a lack of um, investment uh, in those kind of spaces. A lot of the tech talent would leave the country. Um, and there was a lack of kind of like supports in terms of like mentorship and those sorts of things. So I wanted to move Story City to North America. It has a you know greater population, better access to, to investment and all of those kind of things. But honestly, it was the people of Edmonton that kind of convinced us that we wanted to stay, right? I've always found it very welcoming from Startup TNT that does this happy hour that really got us connected into the initial ecosystem, but also connected me to my co-founder uh, as well, um, to the uh, ITAs that work for like IRAP and Alberta Innovates, who then got us connected into funding and and um, mentorship opportunities to like VMS that um, has allowed us to kind of start growing out our, our revenue and our sales. All of that um, has just come from a very generous Edmonton base who's really passionate about building not only startup companies but also gaming companies, right? Now, I as an individual have a really hard time with focus sometimes. I'll get chasing after the new shiny thing oftentimes. And so when you have a business like yours that has so many, you know, unwritten potential chapters and it's so many directions that you can go how are you going to stay focused and really zero in on the things that you're going to, you know, allow yeah. you to get to where you want to get to? I, I think it's about what's the kind of the, the impact that you want to have, right? So we were actually talking with our, our mentor about this, our growth ex mentor about this just today. We had a bunch of different ideal customer profiles that we could have gone into, right? We can go into cities that have strong cultural districts. Uh, we could go into universities that need programming for orientation days, and the question is, like, what is the greatest need at the moment and who has the cash or the capital at the moment to do that? Um, and one of the key conversations that we had were that, um, so in particular, that example about university orientations. So during May, universities will start planning for their first year orientations, which happen in October and September. And so, like, if you want to go after that, now is the time that you would do that. But then the question is, okay, say you have a bunch of 
uh, examples and case studies that are all based in universities, how could you then take that to a city? How could you then take that to you know another XYZ customer? And so it's about us saying, oh no, the impacts that we want to have is on cities, right? The impacts that we want to have is within the creators in those cities, within people being able to explore those cities and to be able to activate those streets. And that is where the impact is and the impact that we think that we can make. And so like, how do we then target down into who are the right people for that making sure that we understand how the budget connects to the people connects to the will okay so if anybody wanted to connect with you or learn more about story city where do we send them Yep, you can go to about.storycity.app. That's where you will find uh, contact information for uh, myself, for the company. Uh, You can download the Story City app, go on an adventure in your city, particularly if you are in Edmonton. We have some fun ones. Um, And uh, otherwise, we are on all of the social media that you would expect. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Emily. I really appreciate you coming by and saying hi. Yes, thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate chatting to you. Okay, take care and good luck. Okay, talking about robotics, this is an amazing field that there doesn't get a lot of attention here in Edmonton, I don't think, but we have an entrepreneur who is making a difference with his business here today. So, Harpel, welcome to the show. I want to hear more about your business. Great. Thank you for having me. So, in a nutshell, what we're doing is we're building the end effector or the end of arm tool, in common term, a robotic hand. Yeah, yeah. so it's, it's a hand Absolutely. that can be used for all sorts of different things you were telling me. So talk to me a little bit about some of the use cases. Right, so everybody's familiar with robotics. They got two-finger grippers or three-finger grippers. They're very specialized, meant for one or two precise tasks. What we're doing is building a universal gripper or a hand. If it could replicate the functionality or the capability of the human hand, now we open up a world where you can automate anything from uh, some doll job at assembly line or conveyor belt to something dangerous, uh, EOD, handling chemicals, and things like that. Yeah, that's really exciting. And so how long have you had this business, and, and what is the name of the business, actually? Okay, yeah, the company's called Starcrimer Dynamics. It was founded by my son, our chief technology officer, Aptar, uh, after he graduated from the University of British Columbia. We joined the UBC entrepreneurship program, like, like an incubator, accelerator there, and uh, we've been there since uh, January 2021. We started out as a prosthetics company, but uh, given the demand for a universal gripper in industry for general automation and a general pick-and-place uh, task, we shifted uh, towards the industry and moved away from prosthetics. I love it. I love how entrepreneurs are so nimble and have the ability to adapt, right, to what the market needs are. And so you started out prosthetics, and now you're into a different area. And so tell me, how long did it take you to do that transition? And I guess what was it that stimulated that? What what prompted you to step out of the prosthetic industry? Was it just there was more opportunity, a bigger scale here? It was a combination of things. First of all, our hand uh, with our core actuator technology was uh, very dexterous, a 16 degrees of freedom, which is uh, a 10 degrees more than amputee is able to control. So there was, there was a bit of a push from that side. At the same time, we got a bit of a pull from the industry saying, hey, hang on a second, we could use that. So while we were debating internally as a team whether we simplify the hand or find a different way to kind of approach into the market, we got the pull from industry indicating, that, you know, the higher dexterity, the better, the closer to the human hand. Uh, all the better. So we shifted away from that uh, for various reasons, away from prosthetics, but mainly because we wanted to push our core tech 
to see how far we could take it. So right now, we are on track to either match or exceed the capabilities of the human hand by end of this year. Yeah, I just see this as being just a tremendous opportunity. Amazing spot for you guys to be in right now. So congratulations on you, your son, your wife, the family business here, because I think that this is something that is just going to absolutely explode when you can master the dexterity of the hand. Oh, absolutely. Uh, we're quite excited about it. We're very thrilled. And uh, more importantly, the validation we're getting, the feedback we're getting from others in the same uh, industry, that's encouraging. So we're, we're on to something. Uh, exactly how far it'll go, that's to be seen. Yeah. Okay, so if somebody wanted to learn more about your product or connect with you guys, where do you want us to send them? Uh, start with the website, sarkomirdynamics.com. A lot of information is there, how to get hold of us. To check out the specs on our beta product that's out there already and when they can expect our flagship product, the artist Dex, which is coming out later this year. Excellent. Well, thank you so much for stopping by and saying hi and telling us about this amazing business. Thank you. Pleasure. Okay, I'm standing here at the big Edmonton Unlimited open house today, and I have with me JB with Elev. Yes, this is me. I'm happy to be here and happy to uh, talk to you today. Ah, welcome. And this has been an exciting event. You are somebody who's gone through a few programs here with Edmonton Unlimited. Tell me a little bit about what you've done with them so far. So, so far what we've done with them is that we actually learned a lot and have been able to apply some of the strategies that they uh, essentially helped us with to uh, grow the business. So we went through the Student Founders Program with Edmonton Unlimited where we honestly, Elev was just an idea. And we went through the program. They helped us with like the whole business plan and like essentially being able to like have like the business canvas and all of that. And when we went out, we tried it out. We tested a few things and we realized that okay, maybe we're all over the place. We need to be more focused. And then we went through the Propel program, which honestly, like it says, Propel, it propelled us. And we have, were able to learn so much out of it and able to like launch the business and be able to help as many students as possible. Excellent. Yeah, both incredible programs. Now you've been in business for three years. You officially launched last summer. So tell us a little bit about your business. What is it that you're trying to solve in terms of the problems of the world? Yeah, so the problem that we're trying to solve is essentially ensuring that no students ever have to worry about finding housing and actually living off campus while they're, uh, they're completing the degree um, wherever they are um, across the world. And so with Elev, today what we're doing is we built this platform that's essentially um, helping students from the moment they start looking for a place, they can book a viewing, they can send an application, they can pay their rent, and even manage the different like, uh, like the, the payments through the platform. Same thing as well on the landlord side, what we're doing is essentially we are bringing them um, qualified tenants, tenants that are seriously interested into the property, so that they can list the property, they can screen the tenants, they can even manage the payments and the different, and the different maintenance requests all through the platform as well. So, like I said earlier, we essentially don't want any students and even any landlords to have to worry when it comes to living um, off campus. Okay, so this is an application that is specific for students only. Um, so that's unique in the marketplace. What else makes you unique compared to, say, some of the other competitors like uh, the rent fasters of the world? You know what? I want to tell you a story. So about five years ago, I moved across um, uh, Africa to come here to pursue my studies. When I, when I came here and I found a place to stay, um, it was still difficult because I had to find a, like, the whole culture and everything was different. 
and that was my story but like there were other students that were also in the same situation as well. like how do you go about finding a place uh, to live that, 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 that's as stress free and that's make things um, as, as easy as possible and so we came up with Elev and with Elev since we launched and we launched last, 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 last summer we essentially wanted to remove the, 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 the barriers, the difficulties that students are facing when it comes to finding a place to stay and essentially place the landlords because landlords as well have to deal with many applicants that come in like, yeah, I'm a serious student, I'm, I'm a serious tenant and all of that, but we want to like vet the best ones and play position them in front of the landlord and position the best homes in front of the students so that they find the right match for them, have, the, have a stress-free experience and focus on what they're here to do, which is obtain a degree. So now... I'd imagine it, it's pretty difficult to be building both sides of the market at the same time because you're trying to get the, the people who are going to be renting properties, so the students signed up, right? But they obviously are not going to sign up unless there's properties there to be able to pick from. And so you're building that, uh, I guess, uh, supply side as, uh, at the same time as you're doing the demand side. Can you tell me the difficulty in that and how you're overcoming that challenge? It's been a challenge for us. But one thing that's been really cool is that we're able to access ecosystems such as Edmonton Unlimited and all those other uh, organizations that help, um, I guess, build businesses to support us in our growth. Additionally, what we've done is that we found a way to make ourselves stand out from the competition. And how we do it is, the, other co- the competition, what they do is that they only help you until, on the student side, they only help you until you find a place to stay. And on the landlord side, they only help you until you find a tenant. And after that, you're on your own. So what we want to do is we want to bring the entire experience. So because we know that when you find a place to stay, you also need to live in that place. So that it comes with the rent payments, it comes with making sure that everything is clean, everything is safe, and all of that. And so we brought all of that into one platform and bringing that to the students and as well to the landlord to tell you that hey, no matter where you are at the stage of the house hunts or even at the living the living process, we're here with you. Okay, so if somebody wanted to learn more about the business, where do you want to send them? Um, you want to go on, on our website, so we have elevhomes, E-L-E-V-H-O-M-E-S dot C-A. And you can also find us on Instagram, at elevhomes as well, and TikTok as well, because we have like a lot of funny videos, a lot of cool content that we put out, and so that's how you can get in touch with us. Excellent. Well, thank you very much. There you guys have it. You got to check out this, especially if you're a student, and especially if you have a basement suite or some other property that you want to rent out to, you know, people that you can trust and really help out students along the way. So check them out. This is an exciting business that I'm proud to have here in Edmonton and not over in Africa. (laughs) Thank you. Definitely what he said. You know, thank you so much and definitely check us out. Great. Thanks, everybody. Don't forget, check out part two, which is coming up next.